Good morning, Pine Castle. Happy Mother's Day. We're so thankful to have you with us for our live stream this morning. While you're watching, we invite you to add your voice to the conversation by engaging in the comments. And be sure to follow us on social media to be notified of future live events just like this one. You can find us at PineCastleUMC.com and we're at PineCastleUMC on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. So you can follow us there. Speaking of social media, let me tell you about today's PC Share. Today's PC Share is a question. Here it is. Why is it so sweet to trust in Jesus? Take a moment to share this question on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter to help share the gospel with your friends. While you're at it, please tag us. We're at Pinecastle UMC. In just a few moments, we'll have some great worship followed by an inspiring message from Pastor Scott. But first, let's pray for all the moms. Dear Father, we thank you for mothers. May our hearts overflow with gratitude to you who formed each one of us in a mother's womb. We thank you for entrusting them with the care of your most precious little ones. We thank you for creating each mom with unique gifts and talents. We pray that you will give each mom strength today. We pray for the stressed out mom. Remind her that everything she's doing is significant. We pray for the single mom. Remind her, Lord, that even though she is parenting alone, you will never leave her nor forsake her. We pray for the hurting mom, the mother of the prodigal child or the mother that's grieving the loss of a child. Father, let her know you see her struggle and you care about her grief. Father, we pray for those who are still waiting to be a mom. Give her the faith to believe that you hear her prayers and that you have plans to bless her and give her a future that's full of hope. Lord, on this day in which we honor moms, may we love and cherish these special women who gave us life, who nurtured us, who prayed for us. Amen. Are you guys sure you've got this? Yeah. The twins are plugged in, baby's asleep. How hard can this get? We're men. Besides, I bumped into Chuck Norris at a Pizza Hut once. I think his power's rubbed off on me. Get out of here. Go on, enjoy your mommy getaway weekend. Oh, this weekend was a bad idea. You remember what happened last time we watched the kids? I'm not a pinata. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to need help.
warning, use of this product may alter your perception of reality. Everything looks the same. This is a joke. Guys, 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 it's like the Sahara in this cup. Can somebody hit me with some juice? <laughs> and listen, pulp, no pulp, doesn't make a difference to me. You're the ones dealing with the diaper. Mom goggles. Sit on your bottom. Listen to Daddy. You sit on your bottom, okay? Daddy's gonna come get you. Don't move. Don't dance. You sit on your bottom. Daddy's gonna come get you. Whoa, 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 whoa! Don't you try to stop me. Baby made a poopy, yes you did. Where are your mom goggles? They wouldn't fit over my hazmat suit. Take that. Oh, oh. You're so cute. And then the little boy rocked his mommy. Oh, I love you forever. I like you too. <laughs> I don't know how they do it. Oh, well you take it and you fold it from corner to corner. No, I'm, I'm asking the question, how do moms do all of this? How do they handle it all? Well, maybe they have goggles we don't know about. It's as if God gave moms a special way of looking at things, you know? Okay, who taught you servanthood? Who modeled grace? Who gave you a taste of what God's love could look like? My mom, Mr. T, and my mom. Anyway, I, I just think God gave moms a special way of looking at things. Hey, honey. Hey, how's it going at home? It's all good. Guess you could say I'm starting to catch a glimpse of what your world looks like. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Mama. Hold on, your daughter wants to say something to you. I did mama. She says she misses you. And she realizes how important you are in her life. And she doesn't know how you do it. And she knows that she can't make it without you. She said all that, huh? I don't know if she said it. But it's what I wanted to say. And I should have said it a lot sooner. I thank God for you. The twins. 
Um, it, it was nothing. We, we have to go, okay? Um, lo love you, Mommy. See? 
morning PC kids happy Mother's Day I miss you guys so much I hope you are doing something extra special for your moms today I'm actually gonna be doing our children's message and we are gonna be talking about giving our moms a hand so Proverbs 31 28 through 31 says her children stand and bless her her husband praises her there are many virtuous and capable women in the world but you surpass them all charm is deceptive and beauty does not last but a woman who fears the Lord will be greatly praised Reward her for all she's done and let her deeds publicly declare her praise. So you might be wondering, what is this verse about? What is it telling me to do? Those were a lot of big words. So I'm going to explain that. Uh, God tells us to praise our mothers and say great things about them so that everyone around us will know how terrific they are and everything they do for us. Today, we're going to give our moms a special hand. 
So I have some gloves here. And as you can see, all of these gloves do different things and they protect us in different ways. So this glove protects us in the winter time from the cold outside. It might keep us warm and cozy and protect us from any type of snow or our hands cramping up. This glove is a doctor's glove, a medical glove. So as you know, lots of people are probably wearing these right now to protect themselves from the germs outside and inside from all the people around us. And then this glove is a garden glove. Hopefully you guys have all seen one of these. They're really for hard work. Uh, these gloves protect us from dirt and germs and thorns and bugs outside while we are trimming bushes or planting plants and all of that type of stuff. So as you can probably tell, all these gloves are good for different things and they're all good at different things. Just like our moms, they help us in lots of ways. They take care of us um, and they protect us from the outside. So let's really thank our moms today and show them how much we love them for doing so many different things for us and protecting us. Let's pray. Dear Lord, I thank you so much for our moms who cook for us and take care of us. God, I thank you for their hard work and efforts on the daily, Jesus. I just pray that you would protect them um, and take care of them, God, and help us show them how much we love them and how thankful we are for the hard work that their hands do. In your name I pray, amen. Have a wonderful Mother's Day, Pine Castle, and thank you to all of the moms out there.
I'm John Bryan, Associate Pastor of Pinecastle United Methodist Church. I'm glad you're worshiping with us today. God is so good. In Deuteronomy 12, 7, we find the results of giving. My job, primarily on Sunday morning, is to encourage all of us to give, and I enjoy giving. The scripture says, there in the presence of the Lord your God, you and your family shall eat and shall rejoice in everything you have put your hand to, because the Lord your God has blessed you, and he's blessed me. I'm excited today. That's why we have the offering. Yay! I heard your shout. Let us pray. God, thank you that you give us another opportunity to give. And we pray that, God, your blessings, your love, your caring will be felt and experienced by others through these gifts, tithes, and offerings that we give. We give in the name of Christ. Amen.
Hi, everybody. This is uh, Scott George. I want to say a happy Sunday to you, to uh, the wonderful Pine Castle United Methodist Church family and all those that are that are watching. Uh, we are continuing, uh, as you can see, on our uh, streaming uh, services, and uh, I've really, really enjoyed them. The first couple times, it was kind of a little different, but I've gotten used to them. And, and uh, again, I I miss seeing all the faces. I know you're out there. I know you're watching. You get to see my face, but I don't get to hug your neck and say hi to you. And I, I can tell you I'm looking forward uh, to the day that we can do that. Um, and we're probably a few weeks away. Uh, I, I really can't uh, put a, a definite time yet because we're, we're still waiting to hear from our governor and from our Orange County uh, leaders. But we're going to do the very best to get back as soon as we can safely. And it's going to be different. We're not going to just dive right in. And uh, as you, many of you know, uh, there's going to be a new normal. But we are going to be sensitive and our leadership team is uh, working behind the scenes just to make the transition very, very smooth and make sure that we uh, can provide a safe, meaningful worship experience where we can all get back together again. Um, again, thank you for your generosity. Thank you for your kindness. Uh, the church family has taken care of all the church needs, and uh, I want to applaud you and thank you for that. There's uh, nothing worse than having to go through this and have to worry about the stress and the anxiety, the finances, and you guys have stepped up in a big way. And let me just say, we've been able to help a lot of people, too. Because of your generosity, we're able to let that flow to others in need. And so I want to thank you for that. Um, I want to go to a verse of scripture. I want to encourage you to get your Bible. Uh, Get your iPad out, get your phone, and um, today we're going to talk about a great, great hymn of the church, and uh, it's probably one of my favorite. Tis so sweet to trust in Jesus. I love that title. Um, I hope 
that you have learned some valuable lessons through this time of isolation, social distancing, um, quarantine. Uh, I hope that your trust in Jesus is stronger. You know, my, my faith is not in the government. My faith is not in a president. My faith is not in Congress. My faith is not in our senators. My faith is not in our local leaders. My faith and my trust is in Jesus. And I can agree with uh, Louisa Stead, who wrote that beautiful hymn back in the 1800s. Tis so sweet to trust in Jesus. Let me ask you a question today. Who are you trusting in? And when you fully come to that place where you're trusting in God, man, it's sweet. It's sweet. Um, the hymn was written out of... Um, uh, Isaiah chapter 12, and we're going there. Go there to Isaiah chapter 12. We'll just read two verses here. Isaiah chapter 12, um, verse 1 and 2. Look what it says. In that day, I like that, you will say, see, whatever day you're dealing with, whatever season, whatever's going on in your life, in that day, you will say, so you can't depend on my words. You can't depend on our, our leader's words. You've got to come to the conclusion and the realization that you've got to say what you believe in. And what you believe in your heart, you speak with your mouth. So in that day, you will say, I will praise you, O Lord. Although you were angry with me, your anger is turned away and you have comforted me. Surely God is my salvation. I will trust in him and not be afraid. The Lord is... My Lord, he's my strength and my song. He has become my salvation. And Louisa Stead took that verse there in Isaiah chapter 1 and 2 and uh, powerfully wrote um, a great, great hymn of the church. Tis so sweet to trust in Jesus. Let's unpack that just for a few moments. Maybe you know, we're in a year-long series uh, on hymns, hymns for hope, help, and healing. It was, came out of my own personal experience with our tragedy that we faced with Austin. And for the first 40 days while he was in a coma, I did nothing but listen to the hymns. And the hymns brought great strength and peace and courage and comfort to me. And so we've been on that series and I've heard so many compliments about uh, going back to the old hymns and just reviving them and just letting them remind us uh, the power and the grace and the salvation that's available through Jesus Christ through these through these hymns. Um, Louisa Stead and um, her family went to the beach uh, in, in the late 1800s. And uh, it was just a normal day at the beach. And they were enjoying their time together. They were enjoying a picnic. They were enjoying the swimming. And suddenly uh, the family saw and heard the cries in the ocean. And they discovered that a young boy was uh, drowning in the ocean. And Louisa's uh, husband uh, ran out, uh, swam out, tried to rescue him. And, and through his attempt of rescuing, uh, passed away right in front of their eyes. And both the boy and the husband um, passed away right in front of them. Uh, can't imagine it. Horrific situation. But out of that pain came a testimony. And the testimony is Louisa Stead writing the great hymn of the church, "'Tis so sweet to trust in Jesus." And I can really say that that brings me great comfort and great uh, peace knowing that she was able to, in, in, in the face of terrible situations, 
uh, she was able to write uh, this uh, beautiful hand to trust in him. See, see, you can't have a testimony without going through a test. And she was tested. And she wrote this hymn, as many of the hymns are. They were most of them birthed out of tremendous turmoil and pain and hardship. And yet they wrote songs that will lift us up and encourage us. So when you think of that hymn, Tis So Sweet to Jesus, understand that it came with a great price, came with a great cost. Uh, came uh, under tremendous hardship and pain, but it was a gift to us. Louisa Stead gave you a gift, and it's the hymn, Tis So Sweet to Trust in Jesus. And when you do trust him, uh, he is uh, brings a great sense of uh, peace and comfort and, and courage for all of us. Um, she was also a missionary, and I found this to be interesting. Uh, she she uh, remarried, went back to South Africa and became a missionary. And uh, she wrote back um, in a letter in the late 1800s. Um, and um, she wrote back and she said, in connection with this whole mission, there are glorious possibilities. She was talking about the mission that was ahead of her in South Africa. In connection with the whole mission, there are glorious possibilities, but one cannot in the face of particular difficulties help but say, who is sufficient for these things? But with simple confidence and trust, we may and we do say, God is our sufficiency. And that was her letter. And that was her statement of faith. So she really did live a life trusting in Jesus. And I hope that I can live that kind of life. And I hope that you can live that kind of life uh, as well. I'm going to take uh, this hymn just in our next few moments uh, together. And uh, I'm just going to highlight a couple points from each one of the verses. But before I do that, I want to read this to you because this was interesting. As I told you, um, for the first 40 days when Austin was in a coma, I just devoured the hymns. And for about 20 of them, I wrote my own little version, uh, a little twist on on the hymn. And, and uh, this was from October 7th, so really just maybe uh, three weeks into the tragedy that we we're faced with. I wrote this in the IC room, uh, room 11 at Jackson South Memorial. And, and this was just my little take on it. I'm going to read it to you. It is so sweet to trust in Jesus. It's sweeter to trust in Jesus. While I respect the intellect of Einstein, Aristotle, Solomon, and Plato, when I need real wisdom, it's sweeter to trust in Jesus. While I admire the talent of Mozart, Beethoven, Elvis, and the Beatles, when I need comfort, it's better to trust in Jesus. While I revere the business acumen of Zuckerberg, Bezos, Gates, and Buffett, when I need experience, it's sweeter to trust in Jesus. While I honor the spiritual authority of Pope Francis, Billy Graham, Mother Teresa, and John Wesley, when I need answered prayer, it's sweeter to trust in Jesus. While I appreciate the gifting of Picasso, Michelangelo, Van Gogh, and Da Vinci, when I need inspiration, it's sweeter to trust in Jesus. While I marvel at the talents of LeBron James, Michael Jordan, Tom Brady, and Serena Williams, when I need a hero, it's sweeter to trust in Jesus. While I acknowledge the political leadership of Trump, Obama, Clinton, and Reagan, when I need a humble servant, it's sweeter to trust in Jesus. While I applaud the theatrical skills of Tom Hanks, Tom Cruise, Jennifer Lawrence, and Julie Roberts, when I need a superstar, it's sweeter to trust in Jesus. While I credit the worldly influence of Julius Caesar, Churchill, Mandela, Alexander the Great, when I need power, it's sweeter to trust in Jesus. Tis so sweet to trust in Jesus.
just to take him at his word, just to rest upon his promise, just to know that saith the Lord. Jesus, Jesus, how I trust him, how I prove him more and more. Jesus, Jesus, precious Jesus, oh, for grace to trust you more. What a great, uh, great hymn. Um, I'm going to give you just four points here real quick. I'm going to take verse number one, and I'm going to give you just a word that kind of came to me. Number one, here, here's verse one. Uh, Louisa Stead said, "'Tis so sweet to trust in Jesus, just to rest upon his promise, just to take him at his word, just to know, thus saith the Lord." Uh, the word that kind of came to me is, is, is promise. Just to take him at his word, just to rest upon his promise, just to know, thus saith the Lord. Promise. Uh, Louisa challenges us that if you're going to trust in Jesus, you better trust in his word. You better trust in his promises. I love that phrase, resting upon his promise. That's what you can do. When God promises you something, you can rest in that. And you can know, thus saith the Lord. You know, there's a lot of voices right now. There's a lot of things that are going on. There's a lot of uh, uh, competing voices. And the Bible says that my sheep know my voice. I would encourage you to know his voice. Know the voice of the good shepherd. Know that there's an enemy out there and he's, he's got a voice as well. And you need to know, thus saith the Lord. Now more than ever, I encourage you to rest upon his promise. That word there, promise, it's a guarantee. And, and, and Louisa said, just to take him at his word, not, not become skeptical, but when you hear and you read his word, uh, you don't have a defense. You just rest upon, and you take him at his word and you rest on his promise and you know, thus saith the Lord. If you're making a decision, if you're at a turning point in your life, you better know, thus saith the Lord. And that comes when you read his word. That comes when you dive into what God says and you can have a, a confidence and a peace. Why? Because of God's promise. Number two, I love this one. It's the word purpose. Uh, the purpose comes from verse number two and it says, Oh, how sweet to trust in Jesus, just to trust in his cleansing blood. Just in simple faith to plunge me neath the healing, cleansing flood. Um, Jesus lived a life of purpose. The Bible says, for this purpose, the Son of Man was manifest to destroy the works of the enemy. God, through Jesus, had a purpose, and he lived that purpose. And his purpose was to eventually die on a cross and allow his blood to be shed so that we can be free. What can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. And Jesus lived a life of purpose. And Louisa said, oh, how sweet to trust in Jesus, just to trust in his cleansing blood. I want you to be confident today. I want you to be assured today that the blood of Christ, and, and times not many people talk about the blood, but when you talk about the blood, that, that cleansing flood, just to be plunged underneath that cleansing flood, it gives you confidence knowing that your sins are forgiven and you're free. And it's because Jesus lived a life of purpose. You can live a life of purpose like him and you can live by faith. You live because God has destined you and put his hand on your life to live a life of purpose. I would encourage you during these uh, times of the uh, coronavirus, to focus your energy on your dreams versus your fears. 
it takes the same amount of energy to focus on your dreams than it does on your fears. And most people now are focusing on their fears. I would tell you to shift it right now and have that confidence because you're forgiven, because you're living a life of purpose, because you have been uh, forgiven because of Christ's blood, you can focus on your dreams rather than focusing on your fears. Number one, this great hymn talks about the promise we have in Christ. It talks about the purpose that we have. And then number three, uh, the word peace. I love this. Yes, tis sweet to trust in Jesus, just from sin and self to cleanse, just from Jesus simply taking life and rest and joy and peace. I love that peace. You know, there's a lot of people that are uh, really unsettled and rightfully so. It's a tough time. Um, Louisa Stead says that when you trust in Jesus, you can simply take from him, watch this, life, rest, joy, and peace. When other people are living in fear, you can be with peace. When other people are anxious, you can be filled with joy. When other people are, 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 are stressed, you can be full of rest. Jesus provides you today life, rest, joy, and peace. And you can have that when you walk with him. And that's why Louisa Stead was so wise when she said, "'Tis so sweet to trust in Jesus." Just from Jesus simply taking life, rest, joy, and peace. And here's the last um, word, pledge. That means a guarantee. And here's where it comes from in verse number four. I'm so glad I've learned to trust in Jesus. Precious Jesus, Savior, friend. And I know that thou will be with me. You will be with me till the end. That is a pledge. That is a guarantee. You see, this hymn talks about promise, purpose, peace, and the pledge. And the pledge is that Christ will be with you even till the end. I'm comforted to know that my father, when he passed away last week, um, he, he was not alone. He may have been in, in, in isolation. He may have been uh, uh, quarantined, but he was not alone. And neither are you. Uh, in his last moments here on this earth, I know that God was with him. He was with him to the very end. That gives me great comfort and great joy knowing that uh, God is with us. He's with us to the end. Jesus, Jesus, how I trust you. How I prove you more and more. Jesus, Jesus, precious Jesus. Oh, for grace to trust you more. What a great hymn. Thank you, uh, Louisa Stead, for writing that great hymn. Uh, church, uh, continue to rest and to trust in him and to put your trust in Jesus because tis so sweet to trust in Jesus. I want to thank you for worshiping with us today. Thank you for your giving. Thank you for your participation. Uh, we, uh, we, we bless you guys. We look forward to seeing you again soon. We'll see you next week. God bless you. Bye-bye.